Previously on Polyamory. You were headed back to town on the cart. At some point, you lost track of Skitata, who you assumed was just sitting in the back, invisible, because that how he do, but you can't tell if he's with you or not at this point. Right now, we seem like we've got two major threads we could be following, which are maybe wait around for Wednesday to follow this cart and see where it goes, try and track down where these these traps are coming from. Or we got the High Elves in town that we could start working out what we want to do there. Bromara's going to do her very best to look sort of slightly lost and confused and walk up to this knoll and go hi i'm i'm i'm, I'm really sorry I'm, I'm i'm not from around here i can't seem to find the the train station i know it's around here somewhere I, I... and pull out the map with some hand-drawn directions that lead nowhere d has wandered into the high elf store looking like a, a fancy high elf there's like painted skateboard decks like on the wall the counter is just covered in in rolling papers of different types there's like a price list on the wall for just about every drug you've ever heard of (laughs) and there is some stoned frankly looking uh high elf sitting behind the counter uh smoking what smells a lot like dove leaf whoa customer wow hey can i help you do you want anything at all? Mm, yes, quite, my guy. <laughs> when I'm asleep, I happen to have these vivid visions. Oh, my dude, you have come to the right place. We can sell you Purple Worm. Not only is it the most amazing trippy experience you will ever experience, but also it permanently stops you having nightmares. If you send them both to a fake address at a certain time, this place might be empty and unguarded Mm. if we wanted to snoop around. We're building a spore bomb. We're going to blow this thing and the spores will go everywhere and everyone will have no nightmares anymore. It's going to be amazing. And everyone will be like, whoa, the high elves did it. You're not just dropouts. Who are you? Me? Yes. I'm your fucking problem, mate. Is there enough of a gap in the door to smash his head in through it? Yeah. You smash it right in the uh, in the junk and you just hear it. <laughs> D will wander in and try and be a little conspicuous. Here, get back to your post. Someone's supposed to be guarding the door. Anyone could wander in. Someone already did wander in. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Polyarmory. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I am the mistress of this dungeon. And joining me today are Nick. Hello. Uh, Becky. Hello. And Nora. Hello. So, I believe at the end of last session, you had done a big fight with a bunch of lizard folk at the croak bottling plant mm-hmm. and dam. And you had cleared everyone out bar the the slave gnomes 
And yeah, what do? There's an office to investigate. There's some slaves you could be freeing or killing. Well, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. How to treat my NPCs. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they'd be on board with helping us make a right shit of this place. Uh, Bromara's definitely on board with plan free them and then wreck this place. Um, On a scale of one to starving, how much help do they look like they'd be? I mean, they're clearly being fed enough that they can work at a reasonable rate. They're, so they're, They've yeah. been fed enough to do manual labour. Yeah, they're not, like, emaciated. <clears throat> they're wiry, if anything. Right. Um... D will wave at one and see how it responds. It. It, they... Say how they respond. The, the, the gnome is, 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 has just got eyes cast down, not looking at you, just in case. Just getting getting on with work. Should Still we... bottling away. I, I think we should go and have a word with the manager. Yeah, probably. Uh, who's the most uh, wordsy of the group? Who's, who's going to go in and, and do some talking? And or are we, well, are we going in to talk or are we going in to intimidate? Um, I was going to wait for you to finish talking to them, then drag them out by the throat and throw them to the gnomes. We did just kill all of them. All of his guards. Here. Yeah, but they don't know necessarily that we're any better gnomes. Someone should probably see to that. That isn't the cannibal that just crushed them and ate what was left. Maybe they'll like me better if I look like a gnome. <laughs> I keep looking at my list and going... That'd be a great idea. No, can't use that spell at the moment. Um, is just gonna take her, um, mace and attempt to have a bit of a swing at the, uh, the chains locking down these, uh, these workers. Roll to attack the chains. Okay. Um, uh, six. They make a really loud jingle. <laughs> like a Christmas jingle? <laughs> oh, God. No, it is in no way festive. If anything, it is anti-festive. I mean, I'm on board with an anti-festive jingle. Br- Bramara has decided these are unbreakable chains, and she's dis- she's heading towards the office now because if the chains are unbreakable, maybe the boss's face will be breakable. Right with you, Bramara. There's a twenty-two break said unbreakable chains. <laughs> Roll damage. Uh, four bludgeoning. Four bludgeoning. Okay, you flatten some of the bits of chain quite well. They're gonna move less well now. They're more squished together. Have we already searched all the uh, lizard folk? I don't believe you searched any of them. No, that's a good point, actually. Should we Should we do a search? D will go and do a search. Still looking like lizard folk. Okay, Dusty's going to catch up with Bromara. Okay, D, roll me 2d20. 18 and a 10. So, 28. You find 28 gold. Hooray! No, no keys to the shackles or anything. No keys to the shackles, but um, oh. I mean, you've got. There's a bunch of clubs if you want them. How, how strong are them clubs? One d six plus two bludgeoning. Yeah, I've got a d eight already. I like me morning star. It's good and gothic. <laughs> how many clubs does D find? Four. How many gnomes are there? <laughs> Oh no, this feels a bit baby seals. No, I think it's the opposite. I think I think uh, they are planning on arming them. Yes, gnome revolution. <laughs> are there gnome are revolution? There... Um, there's there's six gnomes. 
Okay. Yeah, most of them can be armed then. Yeah. Well, there's yes. also some javelins if you want to retrieve those. Oh, yes. Oh, everyone has weapons. The uprising has begun. So, D will collect the weapons and then shift into a gnome. Oh, heck. And walk and distribute said weapons amongst the fellow gnome brothers and sisters <gasps> and persons. I think I just sorted one of the problems that we have. What? Well, you know how the Croak Manor is causing staff shortages? Yeah. I think we might have just found, like, six new hires, if they're into that. Uh, uh. Right, Romara wants to kick down that door nice and forcefully. Get into that office. Kick down the door. Kick down the door. Okay, roll to kick the door. What would that be, strength? Uh, yeah. What is my strength? What is strength? Baby, don't kick down. Don't kick down the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm not terribly what strong. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Sixteen! Okay. That's a, that's a decent kick. It is. Uh, roll me uh, 1d4 plus 1 damage. Five. Five, okay. You kick the door and like one of the panel bits just comes <laughs> out of it completely. The door swings open and there is a very familiar looking bugbear. But it seems to have some sort of bandage tied around part of its head. How, how familiar are we talking? You... It's the same person that was in this office last time you were uh-huh. in this office. I'm trying to remember the specifics. Uh, how did our last encounter with them go? Did we beat them up? You told them that you were health and you were health and safety <laughs> inspectors, and when he didn't fall for that, you told him you were working for Nestle Croak, uh, just inspecting the property. Hello, friend. Oh, health inspector again, is it? And you can just hear the air quotes, but I mean, you're there, so you can see the air quotes. Yeah, yeah. Bramara turns around and goes. We're not bothering with the pretense this time. We're here to kick your ass. Uh, I see, I see. And roll, roll perception. Five. I am no help. Seven. Okay. Uh, what's my what's my passive perception? Is that any better? My passive is eleven. Okay, the bugbear is gonna stand up and square up to you. Okay, okay. Can I attempt to be intimidating in response if he's gonna try and square up to me? Sure. Let's go for it. Can Dusty look big to give her advantage? Give it a whirl. Okay, so that first roll is a 10, so I'm very thankful for the uh, advantage. 19. So, Bromara does 19 on intimidation, sort of squaring up in response, like, yeah, I kicked in your door, what you, what you gonna do, friend? Okay. You confidently square up to this bugbear, who is quivering a little bit. What, what do you want? Uh, do you want to? Do you want to maybe take this, uh, Dusty? What do we want? Well, I don't approve of your hiring practices for starters. It's Mister Croak's standard methods. We use whoever is willing to work for us. By willing, you mean chained to a fucking table? For their own safety. Okay. Well. We'll see how safe they are in a minute, but tell me a bit more about this here Croak. Nestle Croak is the most powerful man around. Because? He has the money, the influence, and he's the great one. What's so great about him? He, he seems 
really like discomforted. He's like struggling to get words out. Mister Croak is the is our is Croak is oh god. And he's holding his head. Uh, insight. Looks very discomforted. Uh, two. I botched that insight. Uh, he seems fine. I, 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 maybe he had some cold ice cream. He's got an ice cream headache. Yeah. On. Does a 14 lend Dusty any more insight than ice cream headache? Yeah, there is definitely something wrong with him. He seems to be in some kind of discomfort. And it appears to be head-based, since he is kind of clutching at his head. Uh, out of character, I'm expecting his head to explode any minute. Ah. And um, as he's he's pulling, uh, he, he's moved some of the bandages slightly, and you can see something just at the back of his head sort of flicking back and forth. Huh. Something slightly transparent, moving quickly. You know, like how a cattail gets when they're excited and it's sort of up and does that really quick. Yeah. Sort of that quiver. that sort of level of twitch, but it's more something semi-transparent. Hmm. What's that on your head, mate? No. It's a, a gift from our Lord. And his eyes are rolling back, and he is moving towards you. Dusty's going to put himself between. Him and Bromara and start pushing him backwards with the far end of his warhammer. Is he going to contest that or is he going to be pushed back? He's going to be pushed back. Um, can I roll perception to have a better look at it? Sure. 14. It's almost like moving jelly. Uh, sort of pointed. You would guess it's maybe 30 centimetres or so. It appears to be sort of darker in the core than it is at the edges. Like a tadpole. Um, like like Tadfall, perhaps. Uh, he raises his morning staff and uh, his morning star and smacks you in the face with it. Twelve. I am vaguely aware that something is on my face. Okay, roll me some of that good good initiative. Eight. Fourteen. I was busy trying to raise a gnome insurrection. So the bugbear is going to take another swing at Dusty. 14. I am vaguely aware there is something near me. Right. Next up, uh, we have Brilmara. Okay, I'm going to try and do a big hit uh, with my mace. 19, does that hit? That definitely hits. Uh, 7 bludgeoning damage. Okay, and we have Dusty. Dusty is going to grab the red capsule he got from Darrow's the other day. A one-off use of Acid Splash. It is a dexterity save or suck. 20. I guess he saves. Okay, so you just throwing the, the red slime at... Um, I was going to try and smash the capsule on his head to melt his little tadpole buddy. So I'm guessing you... it just goes through the back wall instead. You try and smash it, but you... You sort of let go of it before it collides with his head, uh, and it just sort of skitters to the edge of the room. Uh, the the capsule's still closed, but it, it's sort of on a floor in a corner. D, are you up to anything? D is trying to see if the gnomes are reacting to them handing them being handed weapons. Are they doing anything? 
Are they receptive? It's all very well, mate, but we are rather tied up right now. We need to support the revolution. Yep, right there with you. Uh, if you could bring the revolution a bit closer, I'll certainly give it a jab, mate. <laughs> I, I don't know how your shapeshifting works. Can you, like, stick your finger in a lock and shapeshift it into a key? No, uh, I have to be humanoid. Okay. Not, Not humanoid. There's, there's no, like, race of humanoid key-fingered creatures that we're aware of in the D&D universe. No. 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 Is that a Warforged thing? Maybe. Have like a skeleton key. You'd, you'd be like the the, the Pokemon Clef key. There's just a bunch of keys, but you've key fingers. Key um, fingers. Uh, I have a forgery in disguise kit, so I could make a fake key that would never unlock anything. <laughs> <laughs> you could disguise yourself as a key, <laughs> and then roll deception against the lock. <laughs> Don't think I could let you have that. I'm afraid. Do, do you have any? Do you have any magic that can maybe break the chains? Nothing that can break the chains. I did learn my very first and only offensive magical spell. <gasps> Ooh, what's that spell? Spiritual weapon. Ooh. Which would summon a spiritual version of my uh, deity's weapon, which I will save for later. Yeah. How How about this? She want to, like, just run into the room where we're having a fight, steal those keys and run away. Like, we'll deal with the fighting. You maybe just run in, get the keys, run yeah. out, get us an army. Yeah. You know what? D will cast Sanctuary on themselves. And uh, at, at the prompting of bring the revolution closer, D will be like, <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> so what does Sanctuary do? Sanctuary will prevent myself from being targeted with an attack or harmful spells, unless they make a successful wisdom saving throw. Ah, so increased chance of, don't mind me, do 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 Yes. D will walk in casually, gnome-like, and just kind of start poking around. <laughs> don't mind me, just unchained from the rest of my brethren. Okay, so you're going to look around for the keys? Or... Yeah, yeah, the, the desk is where I will begin my search. That seems logically where it would be. Then maybe something that you can overlook. Okay, uh, roll investigation on the room. We'll see if you've spotted the keys. Wow. Yep. That's a definitive <laughs> no. You're, you're pretty sure your finger is the key and you should go back to the original plan. You're, you're standing in the middle of the room just like looking just like looking around. Are they hung on the, on the light? Yeah, are they on the ceiling somewhere? With a botch, you're just looking for, like, a giant video game key that's, like, a foot across. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't see the big boss key with the horns on it and the scary eyes. It's not floating in midair, rotating slightly with a glimmer. There's no big shiny golden chest to open. This may have been more difficult than I originally anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it is. Beat the okay. spell save DC. D take six damage. From getting thwacked around the head of the uh, the the bugbear boss. None of oh. this is going according to plan. Um, Hopefully, this wakes you up slightly, so you can investigate a bit better next time. The bugbear is going to sort of howl, just and and it's sort of tugging its hair out. 
like the hair on its head. It looks very distressed. Uh, let's have some Bromara. I'm gonna I'm gonna make another mace attack, but I'm gonna try and aim for where the the waggy tailed ethereal tadpole what's it is. Eleven. Does eleven hit? It does not hit. No. As a bonus action, can I attempt to um, investigate? See if I can see where the keys are. Uh, two. I've really not been very smart in this room. Nope. I was scary, and that was about it. You have been. Uh, Dusty? Old Bean? What's up? Not the key, because uh, everyone else is looking up there and can't find it. Dusty is going to use his last rage, because how dare they touch D, and is going to make a swing straight for his head with the warhammer. Does 23 hit? It does, funnily enough. <laughs> okay, that's 8 plus 2. 10 damage, right in the tadpole. Yowch. Right in the tadpole. Mm-hmm. Okay, you hear like a <clears throat> from the tadpole itself. Is it actually a tadpole? That's that what we're calling that's, it now. That's that's what we're referring to it as currently. Apparently so. Dust, Dusty is unmoved by its squealing. Oh, is this like a is this like a, an illithid or something? That's a that's a brain adjacent squiggly thing. A frogathid. Brain squid. Uh, so we're back to me now, aren't we? Um. Oh wait, D, you're here mm-hmm. now. What are you doing? Yes. Should I rule? Uh, I'm not technically participating in combat, so do I need to be? Well, making... since you're in here, we'll put you in the order, so you can okay. make an action at this time. Well, ears ringing aside, D really wants to find these keys. Although it is just a character, D is invested in freeing. <laughs> perpetrating the gnome cause investigation oh man ten you're no longer looking at the ceiling so you're about crutch height for the uh the bugbear now so you mm-hmm. can see that the keys are just there dangling from a from a hook on the belt it's funny that no one else spotted it <laughs> <laughs> are you going to attempt to go and take them yes uh will that count as an a targeted combat action Trying to take the keys from them. Do I? How many? Do I have to do the wisdom thing every time, or no? If I, yeah, you will have to do it every time. But if I, if I do an attack of some kind, it ends sanctuary. I wouldn't call it an attack. Yeah, I think I think you could what like move and then use sleight of hand probably to. Yeah, it's it's more of a stealth thing. Yeah. Okay. Sleight of hand. I shall make that roll. Okay, hand slightly. Thirteen. Yeah. You are able to grasp the keys. Look at you go. <laughs> Viva la casa. Uh, so the bugbear is going to take a swing at Bromara. Me? Seven's not going to hit. Is it not? No. I have a slightly better AC. Still not going to hit. I have no, a decent I... AC. You are, you, are, you are good to go then. Well, wonderful. In that case, I'm going to take another swing for that. Uh, the tadpole, as we're currently calling it. Does 11 hit? No. No, that's fine. Right. I didn't, I didn't botch. I didn't do any harm to myself, at least. Dusty? Dusty's going to take another crack with his Warhammer. Does 19 that hit? That certainly is a crack, yep. Um, he's, instead of going heavy end first, he's going to try and get the pommel end straight into the eye socket. 10 again. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you shove the, the pommel end straight through the eye socket. You hear, like, there's obviously a scream from the bugbear. 
But there's also like a... And then the tail just goes limp on this thing. Huh. The the bugbear looks awful. It's dripping blood from its mouth, its eye hole. Uh, there's blood coming out of the side of its head. You really don't mess around, do you, Dusty? No. No, I don't, Romara. Right, D? Yes. What What do? D is going to do their best not to look at the mess <laughs> and go and free... My brothers and sisters. <laughs> Is the bugbear still fighting back at this point? Uh, I mean, it's still vaguely on its feet. Yeah, but is it still fighting back? Or can I just pick it up by the hole I've now made? It's not it's your skull? turn. And if it's, that's why I'm saying, is it fighting back? Because if it's not fighting back, we're going on a walk. Give me a minute. <laughs> D, D will run. D will run to, to free the gnomes. Right, so D's scampering off to, to free the gnomes. Uh, the bugbear is going to sort of reach up and try and touch its head and then, like, run its hand in front of its face and realise it's missing an eye. And then it's going to look at all of you, point at Bramara, and be like, Elfin safety. <laughs> and, and just collapse. <laughs> Its breathing is shallow, but it is out cold. See, is it bad that all I can think about during that tragic death is next time that I want to pose as a health and safety inspector, I feel like I should do so, like, polymorphed as an elf, just so I can be an elf and safety inspector? (laughs) Hee hee. Allow us to celebrate this tragic ending of a life with a pun. Uh, (laughs) That's the polyamory way. Romara would like to go and investigate this invisible tadpole thing a bit closer. Invisible tadpole? I don't know. It, it, translucent? Didn't translucent, you just have it sort of, uh, sort of see-through-ish? Semi-transparent, yes. Yeah. What does it look like having a bit of a closer look? Uh, it looks sort of slimy and uh, a bit like the point of a spear, but like <sighs> like jelly on the outside almost, and then like dark on the inside, like there's something running through it. Seeing it closer and not during combat, can I do a roll of some kind to maybe know more about it and what it is? Um, if nature? Oh no. What? Is, if it's a tadpole, does that mean that Croak Skull fucked him? Oh. <laughs> uh, six. I don't know much. It appears to be some kind of tail. Yeah. Sort of a tadpoly taily thing. Sort of a tadpoly taily thing. Okay. That's about as much, much as Romara's got. She's not been much help today. Anyone else? I mean, Dusty's pretty much already made his mind up about the skull fucking thing, but sure, why not? <laughs> oh god, the name is Croak. That's a frog esque name. Yes, you, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, you make a very valid point about a potentially uh, tadpole on the brain. You got tadpoles on the brain, yeah. <laughs> I got fifteen uh, to determine if it w- was well and truly a skull fucking. Um, that 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 tadpole is well and truly in there. You don't know how it got there, but it, it it's in there. Uh, you can see that at some point something has cracked the skull of this thing. There's a sizable hole. You don't think the tadpole thing? Well, from what you can see of the tail end of it doesn't look like that would have got in there on no, its we own. we didn't make the hole. This isn't one you of the You did not make the made. hole, no. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, you didn't hit him last time. No, but Dusty... Well, I, okay, I, I didn't know if it was a fight that we might have caused during this particular fight. Nope. Um, he, w- he already had bandages around his head when he walked in the room. Okay. 
Um, can we have a look around the office and see if there's anything of note that would help us on this investigation? Group investigation check, please, for anyone who's involved. Seven. Fourteen. Do you coming back, or are you are you good out there? Are the are the gnomes freed? You can free the gnomes, yeah. Yeah, my my people. When my people are free, I will return. <laughs> you have nothing to lose but your chains, your safety chains. <laughs> if you open those chains and like a bird picks them up and flies away with them, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you feel so guilty about taking off the safety chains. The cave ceiling is very low, so uh, you you imagine that you. I mean, it's it's no more than like thirty feet. You, you don't imagine that there's, like, a large enough bird that could be up there in any kind of stone raftering. So, I assume so, but if I'm proven wrong, I'm going to feel very foolish. I feel sad for not writing that in now. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. Gnome's natural predator. The rock. Uh, so with yeah. a 7 and a 14, do we, do we find anything? I mean, just is just out to check pockets. Are you just checking pockets? I'm, I'm checking pockets. the I mean, room I'm, with my I've, 14. I've got him by uh, the eyeballs, so, you know. Roll, roll me a d12. One you pocket. You find one copper. Wow. Bevies are on me tonight, lads. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. 14. Do I find anything of investigative use in the room? There's some, like, some papers. They all look very boring and businessy. It it appears that all the any business paperwork is being referred to to Croke Manor at the old address. Okay, I think it's time for for D to be unlocking those those chains and us to be burning this place down. Okay, but I'm gonna pocket those business 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 paperwork.s Okay, pop them pop them on your sheet. They are all there are always things for people smarter than me. Everyone's free. Uh, so you have a dam and a water bottling plant. Any any thoughts on that? Um, should we should we should we get the uh, the slaves out first? Because I've got a plan, and it's probably best that this place be evacuated before my plan begin. They're slaves no more. But we're gonna make them a job offer, right? I, mean, I don't know. I, I didn't think that far. I mean, you could do it as part of your victory speech. You could be like, and you you can have like paid employment with benefits. I'll let out for you, my friends. I will show you the way. But in the, in the background, just uh, there's just <laughs> nothing to lose but your chains. <laughs> Need a rallying cry. Benefits will work nicely. Okay, and as you explain this to them as they're leaving, as you're sort of getting them out, armed and no longer in the building. I've got a couple of items I could use. Who has a preference between napalm slime, nolotov cocktails, and dynamite? Because all of these seem like they could probably deal with this dam. Do they? Yeah. All of those will cause fire, which will probably burn this place down. Isn't this a stone cave? It, it, it is a stone, oh, a stone cave, cave. And, and a stone dam. Okay, dynamite will deal with stone. Yeah, exactly. One of those things certainly okay. will work. We saw the puzzle. I was picturing like a wooden building that I could burn down. Okay, um, dynamite time, and so that I can set it off from a distance, I'm going to use one of my Molotov cocktails to Ooh. to to set it off from a distance, so I'm not having to sprint out in a hurry. Okay, so you get down, you you just wedge uh, a, a stick of dynamite into the 
sort of bottom of the 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 dam climb back out out from from that side of the the yeah. dam do a move 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 everyone back <laughs> towards the gate the gate and just then you just turn around toss a lit nolotov <laughs> towards that which burns sets fire to the the dynamite it goes up through the the fuse and just the whole thing just kaboom. Yeah, and to be clear, before and that you ex- do not look. Oh yeah, no. Before that explosion happens, I've turned around and started walking away from yeah, the building yeah. just so that everyone watching can see me do the cool um, cool guys yeah. don't look at explosions. Uh, uh, absolutely, and and as Bramara is walking towards you and you're watching this, shielding yourselves as a society, <laughs> you just see this almost just slow motion Bramara just walking towards you and just. Throws a dab up. <laughs> Considering how useless I've been so far this episode, I'm glad I got to do something cool at least. I'm, I'm hoping it's a cool enough um, action scene that the rest of the party will forget that I was not very useful in the fight itself. Cool guys, dab away from explosions. Yeah, they blow shit up, <laughs> then they do a dab. Quite right too. So, <laughs> what what's the plan, everybody? Should we stroll back to town? Head, head yeah, to boss's office, get paid. Probably should. Yeah, let's go get paid. I wonder if we'll get a hiring bonus. That seems like something you negotiate. Okay, so you're heading back to Polyarmory head office. Yeah. You head back, you head through the streets. It's it's another busy day of fantastic commerce in the Underdark. <laughs> the, the mods are peacefully going about keeping an eye on things. The uh, Underdark's uh, got talent. Seems to be the queue seems to be getting a little bit smaller. <laughs> Maybe there seems there's still like queuing around the block for it. It's just a lot of people who want to get involved in this. Do we happen to see our friends? No one you know. The high elves oh. aren't, aren't. The high elves aren't. Well, the high elves aren't queuing to get into the show. They would be at the party above that, I believe. The, the non-existent party upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're passing multiversal music, the queue seems to have changed a bit, and you can see the high elves just sort of getting into a bit of an argument with two bouncers at sort of like a side door. Hey, hey, my name's on the list. Haven't you heard? I'm that, on the list. That is pretty much the gist of what you can hear. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for him now. Yeah, like my name's Telly on the list. Oh, we can go it's back after we've got rid of the names. <laughs> Got rid of the names, Jesus. What's going on? <laughs> no one is getting rid of any of my people. <laughs> okay, so you head back to uh, the polyarmory office. As you're about to go through the staff entrance doors, there is like a, a flash. A moment when the world seems to look sort of white blue. All the people momentarily vanish. And you can see white spiders blue white spiders climbing up the buildings there are webs between the buildings huge webs you can see bundles of something stuck in them in the distance one turns to look at you and hisses starts to climb down a building and motion towards you and then in a flash you're back back in the street heading down three two one you're back in the room three two one you're back in the room hey everyone did all, all, all you see that? Uh, big fuck off spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worried I hadn't had enough sleep or something, but uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be good for you if you were seeing that? I mean, if it was a dream, that'd be that'd be good. I I don't think it's a dream though. 
We're taking our nightmares in waking now, are we? I, I think that might have been more real than dream. We don't usually share dreams with other people. There's a reason why I'm pretty certain these things aren't a dream. Um, I've seen one of those spiders before. I tried to speak with animals and it did not have a communicative... It, it, was, it, was, it was just emotion and, and, and roaring. So, I think these things are real and they don't... Reasoning with them's not a thing. So it's not an animal or it's just not for making friends? Unclear. It either didn't wish to or wasn't able to communicate with me. It could have been either. Well, that is both cold and terrifying, but I'm not sure what to make of the information. Yeah. D, darling? Yeah. Hmm. No, I don't... I'm afraid it's a little bit out of my understanding. Could, uh... Either of you god types ask one of them? I mean, if I got on better terms with mine, perhaps... Well, how about we serve the elves on a plate? Ah. Hmm. Because, as lovely as they seem, I'm not, I'm not really interested in being eaten by giant fuck-off spiders. I no. will say, if I served my god, the two people who have been, um, who have been causing the known nightmares, that might kill two birds in one stone. Or two elves. Yeah, I might kill two elves with one stone. Two stoned elves. This might stone two elves with one death. Spider. Web. <laughs> Hang on. We can do this. <laughs> this might kill two stoned elves with one spider's web. That's a phrase, sure. <laughs> anyway, we, should we, we do... can wrap it all up with two oh, stoned elves. Wrap it up. Anyway, should we Roll go? Should we go back to the boss and we'll sort that out, and then we'll think about uh, potentially getting these uh, these high elves done. So still a, a little bit baffled by what you've just seen, what you've experienced. Mm-hmm. You move, continue moving through the town, you head back to base. They are very happy to have some new employees and very long-looking contracts with very, very tiny text uh, are, are being negotiated with the, the gnomes that have just arrived. Um, I'm going to um, yeah. give them the crook business papers as well. Oh yeah, this should be quite handy. Thanks. Uh, it'll be interesting to know what uh, what Croak's been up to over there, and you know, see if there are any other businesses. But you say that the uh, the river is flowing again. For the time being, we don't know how long it will stay flowing for, but we have got it flowing for now. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'll arrange for uh, some of our new friends here, perhaps to take a trip down to to Mordtown. I understand they are looking for some more stock. Lovely. And we, we've made some progress on where those traps are coming from. We know when and where we can uh, follow them back to their source, so... Oh, excellent, excellent. You're doing the, the, the company proud, Brilmara. Well, if you want to take your little lot off and uh, continue your work, I shall uh, see you soon. And uh, it's going to hand you 20 gold each. Yeah, I'll take 20. Uh, is the boss a bugbear as well? Yes. Uh, Dusty's going to ask if they all grow tadpoles. I'm sorry, what? In in your... Out the back of your skull, at any point in your life, are you likely to find a giant tadpole hanging out of it? That is not part of our normal life, life cycle, no. Oh, well, uh, don't start worshipping Croak as a god. Uh, 
No, Crook's just a horrible, horrible man. No. Uh, we just... uh, no, Our no. running theory is that he's skull-fucking tadpoles into people. And they think he's I a mean, god. I mean, it's, it, it's Croak. I wouldn't put it past him. Yes, I, I've heard that something to do with his species does rather mean that there are certain other species that worship his type as gods. But, uh, yeah, they're a strange bunch, certainly. Right. Well, off off we head then, I think. I think we're good. Nope. Uh, we wanted to ask... Well, I wanted to ask about a hiring bonus for my people. I've paid you very well for the people you brought. Was that was out. what that was. Yeah, that was your 20 gold each. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well then, viva la causa. Yes, gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once we're back outside, Bromora's going to suggest to the group then. Um, so... Just, just to check, circle back on what you were saying a minute ago. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you're aware, Dusty. That, that. I'm just checking. You're aware that the plan that you suggested does potentially mean sending two people to just have eternal nightmares in the realm of nightmares for all eternity and probably get consumed. And so, yeah, just, just. I, I only ask this, Dusty, to clarify, because, because you, you seemed very anti. Me working hand in hand with the with the with the nightmare god, but we would be sending two seemingly harmless people to basically just be tortured for forever. I'm Which not... is not necessarily a problem by me, but I'm just checking that you're cool with that moral line. I'm not thrilled by the prospect, but uh, there were definitely more than two people's worth of spiders scuttling round that I don't want to imagine what they're up to. Probably more than two people's worth of problems. So while it is sad for those fellas, I've already got what I want, which is, uh, I don't care what you do with the Nightmare God, I just don't want to have any myself. Okay, well you've, you've got some purple worm now, so... um. Yeah, I'm not exactly going to go yeah. walking up to him smelling of it, am I? I think yeah. that one waits for later. Okay. D, any opposition to me doing this? Nope. Wonderful, sounds perfect then. So let's head over to where we saw them at that door struggling to get in. Uh, Romora's going to head over and go, Oh, hey, you two. I'm really sorry about this. I, I forgot that there's a there's a secret way in we forgot to tell you about. Oh, well, see, see, there is a party that we're allowed into. Yeah, yeah, come come with us. Just just round here and sort of ushers like further around the back of the building out the way. Okay, they're going to they're gonna come with you down a dark alley. Okay. Bromora's gonna try and sell this as ah uh, such a secret exclusive party. We've gotta we've gotta use a magical circle to transport you there. Oh, that's like really gnarly stuff. Yeah, you you cool with that? You cool with me making yeah, a magical circle? Yeah, not some stuff circle? like this since wizard skill. Cool. Uh, okay, time to time to get some ketchup and start making a uh, a magical sigil on the ground. D will help if I can take a moment to ask a question. What are transfer of property rights like in the underdark with the if the high elves are to unperson could right. a another person say d's helpful second identity take up residence in this shop <laughs> um not the gnome I think revolutionary you could probably try and take over uh-huh if you wanted to new temporary base of operations We've got a new business opportunity. <laughs> oh yes. Um, 
So, regarding property rights in the Underdark, mm-hmm. I think as long as you can remain uncontested, mm-hmm. it, it can be yours. Excellent. Then D is doubly motivated <laughs> to help with this. Considering there's, like, no documents to my memory or anything tying them to that land or that little shack. So... You're going to have a go at casting a summoning circle? Yep. You've convinced the the high elves that this is how they're going to get to a party? Yep. Okay, so you're going to start drawing the circle out in in ketchup, your medium of choice? Yep, yep. What kind of area are we in? You're in an alleyway. Around the back of the uh, the theatre. Yep. Okay, um... Dusty's going to get his hunting trap and stick that at the end of the alleyway, so if someone tries to get the drop on us, it's going to get the drop on them instead. Uh, so what does that do? It's deck save or take up to two creatures within five feet, deck save for half damage, otherwise it's 1d6, and if it's affixed to a solid object, they're stuck in it. So it basically it grabs hold of them and it hurts. I mean, that probably won't freak them out at all. People sneaking into the party it's, behind us. Yeah, it's there to stop people sneaking into the party and like accidentally seeing where the entrance is. It's okay. a very exclusive party. So, Bramari, you're at work making the the magic circle. Uh, the high elves are like, well, that's a really good circle you're doing right there. Like, I never could quite get the runes right, you know, like on the outside bits. Like, it's always kind of a skill I just didn't really have. Yeah, well, you know, if everyone had that skill, everyone would be able to get into the party, wouldn't they? Okay, at that moment you hear a crash at the end of the alleyway. What? Explain what happens to us, Dusty. Um, if someone goes into the trap? Yeah. Uh, deck serve? 13? 13. Okay, so that was an equal, therefore I win. So what happens if nothing happens? Um, it takes half of 1d6. What? One damage. What does what does the trap look like? Um, it's the most stereotypical like jaw trap ever. Like a bear trap. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the alleyway, you hear this sort of crash noise as the the trap triggers, and you hear a like, oh, from from this silhouette that is staggering now. In it, it realised that it had obviously sort of stepped just on the edge of it, and just sort of just just sort of got pinched out. Uh, Slightly injured, but not too badly. Do you two want to make sure no one's uh, trying to sneak into the party? I'll do it. And D will go over to investigate. Okay, out of nowhere, you uh-huh. get bit. Aww. 22. Ow. Yeah. Is that I hit? Bit. Yeah. Seven. Ooh, almost unconscious. Wowzer. Yeah. This knoll just rears out of the dark, bites into your shoulder, uh-huh. and just chomps... That right through. It's got bloody jaws now. What are you doing with them? Party, bro. Again, them do a cool exclusive party. Bromara very quickly tries to finish this off. Uh, Dusty's going to go running towards the party crashes. Okay, can I get a religion roll from Bromara, please? 13. Is 13 gonna cut it? You're, you're, you're going through very quickly. The elves are a little bit concerned about what's happening at the end of the 
the alleyway because they're hearing a, 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 a null accent. Wait, is that one of our guys? Oh, yeah, it's not like one of our guys. I, I'm pretty sure it's people trying to break into the party. Hey, hey, I've got something really cool to tide you over until the party. And Bromara is going to attempt to offer them uh, from season one, one of the rewards from the the uh, the, the the meals. Uh, it is I've labeled it in my my I've labeled it in my character sheet. The poop necklace <laughs> makes you fart. Brackets maybe worse. Um, and she's gonna hand the necklace over and go. This is pro- this is proper funny. Try this on and hope that them they find oh. it funny that they now have a fart necklace. Is oh. that a suitable distraction? Roll deception. Um. 19. Oh, they are so deceptive. So, <laughs> Travis immediately puts it on and almost immediately just lets out just this ripper of a fart. Just, just a real... It's, it's, it's a real cheek flapper there. It's, it's really going... And, and Hank's just pissing himself laughing. Um, they are standing there in the circle, having a bit of a laugh. Having a good laugh, giving me a second to finish this off. Uh, Dusty, you. Um, how many nulls are there? There's just the one. Okay. Dusty is going to make a grapple check against it to try and drag it round the corner so that Dee can replace it. Fourteen. Four. No, you've grappled that null. Okay, me and that null are going away. You've grappled it. <laughs> The, uh, Travis is just, just, oh, just almost pinned to the middle of the circle, just farting with such incredible force. <laughs> oh, just, oh, it is, it is something. It doesn't smell. It's just gassy. Yeah, but it, just like, is it just, just and and they're clearly so high. They are absolutely just. They are so, so taken with this. Is he this still is wearing it, or has he given it to Hank as well? He, he, it's still around his neck. Oh, um, I knew I saved that for something. Real Mara, let's have another uh, uh, religion with advantage, please. Okay, okay. Uh, 15 on the first roll, 8 on the second. Does 15 do it? Yes. <gasps> so you finish mumbling the right, the circle is perfectly drawn, there is echoing laughter off the walls as the high elves are just pissing themselves <laughs> laughing and farting, and then there is just absolute silence. They're gone. Huh. On another plane of existence, two burner elves <laughs> appear before a huge cave. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> there, there is a sound like something slithering across the ground and like a weirdly rumbling laughter. And Hank can't stop farting. Sorry, Travis can't stop farting. But Hank has kind of just stopped laughing. Yeah. And there is movement. Something green and purple. A reticulated pattern. Two large, sick yellow eyes open far too close to them. A tongue flicks out. Jaws open. Venom sprayed over the two of them. As a player, I feel terrible about this. As a character, not so much. The laughter is dead on the lips. The farts are still coming. (laughs) The elves grab their heads and start to just scream. As they look at each other, 
Hank sees that the necklace ar- around that Travis's neck is getting tighter and tighter. It's making his friend's heads go crimson and then blue. This whole head is swelling up uh, and then just bursts into just a billion tiny spiders which run over to him and climb up him and into his mouth and he's coughing and choking and there's just like little puffs of spiders coming out but they're climbing into him. He can feel them biting inside his lungs, inside his stomach, inside his mouth. He's... His jaws are being eaten away from the inside. Can I just say, I I would feel so much worse if I didn't have the tiny bit of comic relief that every description you give, I'm just hearing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you you brought a little bit of... uh... <laughs> Levity to my horrible actions. <laughs> Levity to that moment. Just, yeah, just that, like there's there's screaming and writhing and and like Hank is literally like clawing into his face, trying to just claw his eyes out. Um, and <clears throat> you just the echoes of laughter from Dendar, the the night mother. She is just pissing herself laughing as the screams and. <laughs> just the, the the constant farting and screaming and tearing and and as they're, they're tearing at their own heads like chunks of hair are, are coming out uh they've they, in their own minds they can see bits of themselves like melting just their flesh turning to slime and just slothing off their skeleton their their limbs turning into snakes what remains of them the snakes turning and biting them all over they just, they're in just so much pain. They take about a bajillion psychic damage and finally their heads just explode. Their brains dribbling out of what remains of their ears. And Endar is laughing. And Brilmara, roll constitution. Okay. Uh, can I just say, it's nice to play a chaotic evil character so that I can do shit like this and feel a little less guilty about it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... Like, I think Bramara is the only like, properly evil-aligned character I've ever played. Wait, are we the uh, bad guys? Constitution- Everyone oh. down here is the bad guys, technically. Uh, come on, anyway, guys. evil just means selfish in d 19 constitution. Okay, so there is a moment where you feel a bit queasy and you struggle to stand up. You hold your hands out as if you're going to hit the floor, but you don't. And then just... All of your arms where your tattoos had been just faded and pale. Now they you feel like you're being sliced into with very fine cuts with like a small dagger. Each of your tattoos is renewed, blood red and glowing from within. You feel more powerful than you've ever felt before. And in that moment, (laughs) all of your spells are working again. All of my spells are back. Okay. I, go, I, I can untick some, some marks on my character sheet now. <laughs> and you feel just an amazing surge of power, such as you haven't for a while. Oh. Uh, so we've still got that, that one uh, knoll in the, uh, the alleyway. Yeah, the knoll is currently in a headlock. How, how's, that, how's that knoll doing, Dusty? How close are we to the, to the um, High Elves little shack? Um, it's like a five minute walk away. If Romara is self-interested and obviously glowing, 
and maybe doing things that D doesn't quite understand, D may just slide off to go check on Dusty. Okay, Dusty's round the corner with a null and a headlock. Well, I've got hold of a null and a headlock, and I'm guessing you just saw the high elves disappear. Or did you not see the high elves disappear because I dragged him You took him round the corner, yeah. Dusty's going to shout behind him for um, Hank and hope that D gets the idea. Ah, uh, yes. D will shift again. Bro? <laughs> Could you come and sort your heavy out here? They're trying to ruin our sodding day. Heavy? Well, what, What's heavy? Light, but he's certainly bringing me down. And Dusty's just oh. going to hold the null towards D, like... Either side of the head, but as if holding a baby towards someone. That's heavy, bro. Hey, what's going on, dude? Listen, I am paid to watch over you. Make sure you're safe. For the oh. sake of business. Right. Who are these people? Well, they, they, these guys just, they just sold, sold? We sold them the thing. What are you talking about? We, 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 we bought some drugs and we're going to a party. Yeah. You want to go? To party? Yeah. You have me at party? Yeah, why not? Do I? Bro. Behind, but quietly, the reason why not is we don't have a party. Um, <laughs> I'm looking through my spells now. Like, do I have spells now with which I could put on a makeshift party? Bro, do we Actually, not invite you to party? Actually, where's the place in season one I went to the party? It's Very that far away. It's quite a way away, yeah. I mean, it's like... Can we just chuck them in whatever Bromara drew, or is it a one-use sh- like one use thing? The, the the ketchup's gone all dry and crusty, but you could try, I guess. I I don't know. Is it is it is it inconceivable to take them to that party location? You don't know if it's on today. Nobody has any better ideas than you. Well... See, I have I have an alternative idea, which is realizing there is no party and hoping to get the jump on this knoll. Uh, full of more power than she's felt in a while, Bromara is going to use Witch Bolt on this knoll. A beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards a creature within range, uh, making a sustained arc of lightning between me and the target. It's basically the Force Lightning from from Star Wars, just unlimited power. Yeah, lightning fingers. Just a sec. I don't believe there's a thing to try and dodge it. Well, also the grappled, um, like, Dusty's currently holding them up by the skull. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, let go of it. As long as Dusty's not going to get caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Okay, so, every six seconds, this knoll is going to take 1d12 lightning damage. Roll that, roll that damage. Yeah. Uh, that's 12 on the first one. That's a, that's a, that's a crit. <laughs> the, the knoll, like, convulses and judders... And and goes a bit limp. Uh, does it seem like it's going to get up anytime it's, soon? It's still breathing, but it looks worse for wear. And it's steaming slightly. Um, Bromara mm. looks to uh, to Dusty and Dee. Uh, Dusty's side. Hands readied. Holds it out like, go on, you've earned this. <laughs> what, me? <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, like holding a toddler at arm's length. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a smoking, dying arms. knoll. But like, here, yeah, it's your turn. Uh, that's, an, that's another four damage. <laughs> Another four damage. Okay, yeah, it's it's looking even worse. More limp. Um, there's like s- s- steam coming out of its ears now. That's uh, not just out. Its hair, like a couple of its hairs, are on fire, and it's a dog. So one more. 
Another three damage. Yep, that that'll do it. It juggers, duddles, and convulsives. I mean, unless Dusty's going to let it down, it's just going to go limp. Oh, oh, it has been a while since I've done. Oh, look at how nice it is to to get all zappy fingered. Having fun? Yeah, yeah. It's you saw me earlier today, right, with the swing and the ha- the, the the mace around and not really doing anything. That yeah. has never been my forte. You can see why it was frustrating to not have the magic. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to take this one to the mods and try and pin him for murder. He sounded like he'd never been to a party. That's kind of sad. I reckon we leave him here. And considering my powers seem to be, uh, back and better than ever, how about we give my god a call and see what we can find out? Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura K. Buzz in pretty much all of the places. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, that's the one that pays the bills. You can find everything I publish at laurakbuzz.com. That's, you know, freelance stuff, podcasts, videos, written articles, everything ends up there. I've got some books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is a book about being gay and trans and on the autism spectrum. It is available now where books are sold. If you want it as an audiobook, it's at laurakbuzzstore.com. There's also Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is releasing in October 2020. You can you can pre-order that now through Unbound. Other than that, I am on Pixel Squirt, which is a video game porn review podcast. I'm on Podquisition, where me, Jim Sterling, and Comrade Zimmerman talk about... Mostly about video games and whether they're perfect or just great, but also a little bit lefty politics. I'm on Dice Funk, I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, and 6. It's a, another D&D show. Uh, season 3 is about escaping a, a rainbow barrier town. Season 4 is about overthrowing capitalism. Season 5 is about space and and colonialism. And season 6, it's about the planes and we're still sort of working out what the grander themes there are. I think that's everything. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We didn't forget to record credits for James, he just doesn't have any social media presence whatsoever. And we'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye! <laughs>